I'm Dr. Chris Meyer. This is the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. Every week, I'm going to add to your knowledge base about human interaction. We'll look at motivation, we'll look at emotion, and we'll look at decision-making, all within the context of negotiations. This is going to improve your life both organizationally and outside of the organization. Let's go. Well, here we are, almost to the end of 2020, almost to the end of the year that has lasted a decade. Or we may still be in spring break. I'm not entirely sure. It seems as though this year has really, um, it's really taken a lot of time. Uh, It's taken us uh, a long time to get through this year. It's taken a lot of effort for a lot of people. Uh, This has been, I think, a really difficult year for many people. We've dealt with a lot of things, I think, for the better. We've dealt with an election. We've dealt with human rights issues. We've dealt with a pandemic. I honestly think that elections come and go. I think that uh, we've seen similar issues in the past. We've seen other illnesses. We've seen other sicknesses. I think one of the greatest things that we did in 2020 was to address some of the human rights issues, whether it be based on color of skin, ethnicity, etc. I think addressing those human rights issues has been the most positive thing that's happened in 2020. And so as we get to the close here, this will be the last podcast for me of 2020. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off at Christmas here. I will be back in January with new episodes, new ideas, fresh things. This has been a really interesting journey. I started this podcast at the beginning of 2020. I recorded a number of episodes in January, started publishing in um, the 1st of February in 2020, and really thought that this would be a vehicle that would be useful to those um, who were interested in things that I was doing, a thing that I could point to when people said, what are some of the ideas that you may have that you may speak on? Um, Because I had started to book some speaking engagements. And this was really an outlet for me to work through some of the ideas that I am putting into the book that I'm writing. And then everything got shut down and everything got taken away and I was home alone in my office. Well, home alone with my family. In my home office. And I needed a way to communicate ideas to people who were either in classes that I was teaching who were separated from other times that we would interact 
And this became a really positive way for me to push that out. And I thought a lot about what this says about me, about who I am, about the things I believe, the things that I think are important. And that's really how I want to end 2020 is with this idea that everyone has a story. Everyone tells a story in their interactions. Some of you out there have never met me. You know me through this podcast. So you don't have as complete a view of who I am as those that interact with me in a more personal sense. And that's interesting to me because we go into a lot of our interactions not really thinking about the story that we're telling. Sometimes that story tells itself. And we find out about the story afterwards. So I want to talk to you a little bit about controlling that story. This means you're going to have to control a lot of aspects of the interaction. For example, when I was beginning this podcast, I listened to 120 different music clips, professionally produced, professionally done, until I came up with the one that I use, which I love. And I love it because... I relate to it. It's one that I I think that it speaks to who I am. And the interesting thing is, some who know me and know that I'm a guitarist have asked me, is that you playing at the beginning? I wish it was. I wish it was. I'm not a professional musician. And that's professionally done. I wish it was me. And so that's part of the story. Part of the story is that intro guitar riff is personal to me. It is something that I would love to be able to play, love to be able to record in such a professional fashion. So something about my story is that guitar aspect. And people that know me know that that's a part of my story. So we want to think about how we're presenting ourselves in our interactions. I want you to hear this clearly, though. My suggestion is not that you present a false self. You need to present something that's genuine, but it doesn't mean that it has to be everything. I don't present everything about who I am on this podcast. When I'm standing in front of a class... I don't present everything about who I am. My wife knows everything about who I am. My children know most everything about who I am, but they don't know the full story. My wife knows the full story because we went to high school together. So she knows really the full story. Before high school... She's got enough of the the flavor that she knows the story. When I'm interacting with colleagues at work, when I'm interacting with people that I'm trying to uh, work with on a consulting basis or work with in uh, a speaking capacity or with somebody that I'm doing some training with, 
you're probably going to get a much different view of me than my wife who went to high school with me. You're going to get the professional view of me. You're going to get the view of my expertise. You're going to get the view of what I choose to present about who I am. That doesn't make it a false view. That doesn't make it a view that's insincere. It's not less than genuine. But the story that I'm telling professionally is different than the story that I'm telling when I'm playing guitar in the band. It's different than the story that I'm telling when I'm working out at the gym. Gym friends have a different view of who I am. Band friends have a different view of who I am. Professional colleagues, professional friends have a different view of who I am because of the story that I'm choosing to tell in each of those settings. Now, I think about this a lot. And I try to tell a story that works best in the interaction, but still a true story. Again, I don't want you to think that I'm telling you to falsify who you are. I'm not telling you to make yourself into something else. But just like every interaction that we have, we choose how much information to share. We choose which information to share and how to share that. You dress differently when you go to work than you do when you go to the grocery store. Unless you're going on the way home from work. We know that, right? But you dress differently for a party with your friends than you do for a party for work. We're always controlling the story. What I'm telling you is it can have an impact on your negotiations to control the story in a way that serves the interaction. When I'm speaking in front of a, a large room of people, and I've spoken in front of some fairly large organizations, when I'm speaking in front of a large organization, I tend to dress a little differently than when I'm speaking to my class of 15 people on campus. The last time I went and spoke at a large organization, they said, we're a casual organization. And they were. But here's what we know about the casual organization. If they look up on the stage and they see somebody who is too casual, it goes to their credibility. So what's the story that I want to tell? Well, I want to be dressed appropriately. That's part of the story. I want to present myself in a way that's professional. That's part of the story. I want to make sure that I'm prepared, that I look the part, I sound the part, that I am the expert that they expect. Now, knowing the audience, knowing the interaction is really important. 
Because when I walk into that first class on campus, I don't know the people in the room. I don't have the relationships. And so I have to manage the story a little bit more on the first day. As we get deeper into the semester, I don't have to manage the story as much because they know who I am. They understand what I bring to the table. And then it becomes a little bit deeper. Understand that in your interactions. When you first sit down with somebody, when you're first making that connection, manage the story. Manage what you are presenting. After you've built some trust, after you've gone farther through with who you are and what the relationship means and demonstrated that you are trustworthy, that there's some utility in the relationship, after you've gone through that, then you can expand the story. Then you can tell more, but not until you've built that up. Part of that story is who you present in the interaction. Part of that story is other information that people can find about you. I know we live in the world of social media. Social media is important. People are going to find that. People are going to see that. Could be your LinkedIn. Could be your website. Could be Instagram, Twitter, whatever it might be. But there's more. There's your reputation. People are going to hear who you are. People are going to bring that. That's part of your story. We know that our negotiating reputations follow us. There's good research that shows us that people know who we are by reputation before we start the interaction. If you have treated somebody else poorly, it's going to come back around. If you have treated somebody else fairly, it's going to come back around. People know your reputation. That reputation is a huge part of the story. Do you know what your story is on the street? Do you know the view that people have, do you know the stories that are being told about what your story is? We need to know that. And we need to take control of that part of the story. The reputation that we bring into our interactions causes people to prepare differently. If they think that they're going to be negotiating with somebody who's a difficult negotiator, they prepare for it. They're going to be less willing to give concessions. They're going to be less open to those creative outcomes. They're going to be rigid and they're going to think that they can't trust you. So manage your reputation Manage your story. Take control of it. And it starts at the beginning. It starts with how you present yourself. 
It starts with how you act, how you interact, whether you're willing to give or whether you're only there to take. Your reputation, the things that you bring into the the interaction, the negotiation, that's your story. It's the story that people are going to tell about you after the interaction as well. So know it, manage it. Take care of your story. Treat it with some care because it's important to maximizing your outcomes. 2020 has been great for me. It wasn't the year that I thought it was going to be. It wasn't the year that I would have chosen, but it's been a great year. I hope it's been a good year for you as well. I hope you can find the good in 2020. And I hope to see you back here on January 5th. So I'm going to take a break from the podcast until January 5th, but I'll be back with new ideas, new information, more research, and more ways to impact your outcomes, your process, your interactions. If you've missed any of the episodes this year, go back. Check them out. You can find them wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. You can also find them on my website. You can just go to negotiationinnovation.com or meyernegotiation.com, and they're all posted there. There's a tab that says podcasts. I look forward to talking more in 2021. Thanks for listening to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that I can reach a wider audience. You can find more information about these ideas on my website at meyernegotiation.com. Thanks. See you next time.